1: Massive milestone today for the FIFA Women's World Cup, it's now 100 days away and the event is predicted to be unlike anything we have seen before on our shores, with the world's most famous team, the USA, bringing their juggernaut here to New Zealand. And joining us now to talk about what could be the biggest tournament to date is the Chief Operating Officer of the FIFA Women's World Cup, Jane Patterson, NZOM. Jane, good morning to you. Good morning. Hey, Jane, that was the chant. You've released the chant. So um, that was it we heard a little piece of there, yeah?
0: yeah? I was just listening to it, thinking how good it was to hear it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great little chant. It's a loud, bold, it's fun, and uh, and it's going to be performed um, at every match. So it was exciting to get that launched this morning.
1: Yeah, it was exciting, and it's pretty catchy. I think it's, it's one that we can all um, get involved in.
0: Yeah, it's really catchy. I sort of, when I was listening to it this morning, thinking I could picture being in a full stadium, you know, with some great football about to be played, and, and that chant sort of moving around the stadium. It's, I think it's going kind to of exactly what we wanted it to do and catch on with the fans.
1: Well, talk about catching on, uh, Jane. I hopped on to the Stuff website this morning. The first five stories on Stuff relating to sport were relating to the, uh, the Women's World Cup, a hundred days out. Um, so that's exciting. Um, I, I've got to say, in a, in a country that uh, said just had a weekend of rugby and rugby league, etc., uh, that that can be yeah. the case. And I hope that, I hope that's indicative of what's coming up.
0: I hope so too, and I, and I think it is. Uh, you know, a it, it, hundred days to go, we're in the, the final straight. We've had some milestones in New Zealand that has meant that fans, you know, and, and New Zealanders who may not know a lot about football have had the opportunity to learn. You know, we hosted the draw um, at the end of last year. We've hosted the, um, the playoff tournament in, in February this year. You know, we've seen a mascot come out. We've got tickets on sale. And so all of these little milestones and stories that we've been able to share with the New Zealand public has enabled us to help grow people's understanding of the Women's World Cup and just how big it is and how p- important it is.
1: And, and that is, uh, I think, the essence of it. Uh, we don't know. Uh, i am not sure. We've just had the Rugby Women's World Cup, of course. We've had the Cricket Women's World Cup. But I think this is another level, isn't it, in terms of global um, interest?
0: It feels another level. Uh, it's certainly you know, 32 teams playing 64 matches across 31 days over two countries, you know, nine cities, ten stadiums. It's the scale of of this tournament um, that's probably bigger than anything we've seen in the country for for quite some time. But, you know, I had the great privilege and joy of being part of the crowd at the Women's World Cup for a number of the matches, including the final. And, you know, New Zealanders, we're a sports mad nation. We're sports fans. We love, um, we love, love sport. And, and this is the opportunity for New Zealanders to have live sport in the winter months um, through football.
1: This is an interesting tournament, Jane, uh, from that point of view, uh, because uh, the the Black Ferns, of course, were uh, a a real chance, people thought, of uh, of perhaps winning, and in the end, of course, they did. Here's a, a New Zealand side at the moment, which you'd have to say, in all honesty on results, are probably not going to win the Football Women's World Cup. So you're looking perhaps for fan engagement on a slightly different level, is that fair to say?
0: I think what we're looking for is for the fans to support their national team, but also to have the opportunity to adopt another team. You know, we've got teams going to be living around the country. We've got the Netherlands living in Tauranga. We've got Switzerland going to be living in Dunedin through the team base camps. And so people from those regions can support their national team, if it's the Football Ferns or any other team they may wish to follow. But they also may wish to follow another team um, which will provide that engagement right through the tournament. As a New Zealander, obviously, I would love to see uh, the football firms do well in this tournament. Um, But there are all the other teams that are coming from around the world that will represent just how global uh, the event is and the opportunity for New Zealanders to engage through the rest of the teams as well.
1: Well, we've seen an indication of uh, the level of interest in women's football with the women's uh, Euros last year where the numbers were astronomical. And you uh, were able to experience a little bit of that?
0: Yeah, I did. I was there for that. And, you know, you're right, it was absolutely phenomenal. There was an incredible atmosphere Full stadiums. I took the train, um, out to the stadiums and on that train was packed with males and females. I, I, perhaps thought as I headed to, to a woman's, um, football that, that a great part of the audience were going to be women and girls. But in fact, it wasn't. It was, it was a real mix, a real cross-section of age and gender, um, enjoying the skill and expertise of, of women's football
1: so um jane in terms of uh, things to do on your list and i'm pretty sure it's pretty still quite extensive uh what what are we looking at now i mean uh it's two o'clock this afternoon at uh, the relaunch of the ticket sales yes and one of the most interesting things i'm sure uh and i just learned this this morning you cannot just go and decide on the day i'm going to go because there is no store sales as such and no physical ticket as such is that correct
0: that's correct. But you the there are tickets online right through from 2 pm today right through to the tournament, to the tournament end. So where fans have been used to being able to arrive at the stadium, walk up to a ticket booth and buy a physical ticket, what you're reading about is that part of it. But if they are registered with... Um, so they go in and they register with um, FIFA.com to... Uh, register four tickets and then from that they'll also receive quite a lot of information and in lead up to it as well as their ticket so everything is electronic at this tournament as opposed to um, the, the physical ticket
1: and uh, from what I see uh, there's certainly the prices are not prohibitive are they
0: no, not at all. I mean, it's uh, from $20 for an adult, $10 for children. And this is just, I was just having a conversation with uh, Raylene Castle from Sport NZ just before I came on this radio show. We were just making the comment that that's affordable for families to be able to go. That's no different than taking the family to the movies. In fact, it's probably cheaper, and it's live sport. And that was important for us when we set out to host this tournament was to ensure that it was accessible and affordable and so at that price that's a you know an opportunity for the family and friends together um to attend one of the matches or multiple matches
1: jane uh, what indications are we getting for fan involvement from overseas
0: oh, we have got great an indication that you know the fans are certainly interested in coming, they're buying in their tickets. Um, we know that we would expect up to around 30,000 fans coming internationally into New Zealand and up to 20,000 of those could be from the United States of America. So we're, we're seeing great interest um, in those fans who will follow their teams, Um, obviously we've got the 16 teams based on this side of of the draw, and and we can see great interest and enthusiasm from those international fans, as well as the domestic fans who also are wanting to travel within this country to be able to experience different matches uh, in different cities at different times of the tournament.
1: Just from uh, an outsider's point of view, uh, looking in, I look at uh, the White fans and I, I ask myself uh, where are the, 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 the Ruby Tuis, uh, you know, the football fans I should say, uh, where are the Ruby Tuis, where are the Portia Woodmans, um, you know, where are the Sarah Heronies, um, where are New Zealand football in terms of perhaps trying to build some star factor into our team so we've, we're just not looking at a, a team walkout. we're looking at people we know walking out in that team.
0: Right, and that, that's a really important part um, for New Zealand football alongside those that support them to for the storytelling around the players We just saw some great you know a nice performance from them um, over over the weekend and and I yeah. think that the more that those stories are being told that those girls those individuals will will rise to the top and we, we did see that. Um, through the rugby world cup i was fully engaged in that tournament like so many new zealanders and and those girls really came through as the tournament continued and as they played more matches more television interviews radio interviews and and people got to know who they are and that's the that's the that's the storytelling element and that's the role that i know that new zealand football are playing with the team to ensure that those girls are the girls that people will know who they are when they step onto the pitch um, for the opening match on the 20th of July.
1: Uh, quite clearly, we're uh, very much interested in what happens on New Zealand shores, but uh, how's it uh, progressing in terms of Australia? How's the, the level of interest, et cetera, in a very, very um, competitive sporting market?
0: Yes, exactly. A very competitive um, sporting market, but but also um, going extremely well. And and from a a delivery and an operational perspective, we know that the success of this co-hosted tournament is based on the collaboration between the two countries, how closely we work together to deliver something seamless and, and a, a wonderful experience for the players and fans and the administrators. Obviously, in each country, we want each country to welcome those teams in a way that represents and is reflective of this. the country. For us, we have the world-renowned Kanga We we want every team that's coming into the country to... To experience that, as the Australians will do on their side, but when it comes to delivery, we are trying to produce something that is seamless on both sides of
1: the on both sides of the Tasman. Win, lose, or, or draw. Uh, when the final whistle goes, uh, Jane Patterson, I imagine you'll have a, a relatively big sigh of relief and a, hol- a holiday somewhere. But uh, what are you looking to, to get out of this? What, what, what personally will you find the most satisfying? Personally, uh, I
0: think, yeah, the most satisfying moment for me will, will be to have delivered it, to deliver something that was successful. And what does success look like? Success is about full stadiums, is about seeing the New Zealand public come out and not only enjoy the quality of football, but be inspired by the football, to continue to see the growth of the women's game and to have been a part of something that, that meant that... Yeah, the delivery of that tournament enabled people to um, to to enjoy it, uh, learn from it, and be inspired by it. I think that would be the most rewarding part that I could
1: get from the job. After some okay, time. well, uh, yeah, after some sleep, I would imagine, and uh, maybe. <laughs> Uh, a nice cocktail on a beach somewhere around the, the <laughs> island sounds sounds damn good at the moment, yeah. I imagine. Uh, yeah. Jane, just finally, uh, just can you reiterate, please, uh, two o'clock this afternoon, we can get stuck in again in terms of purchasing. Uh, how do we go about it? How easy is it?
0: It's, it's easy. People just need to go onto fifa.com forward slash ticketing. Um, if they ha- if they are not already registered in that ticketing system they will register first and then from two o'clock and we, we advise people to do that in advance of two o'clock from two o'clock right through to the end of the tournament um, people are able to buy their tickets and what we really want to encourage people to do is, is is don't wait don't miss out you we want people to be part of history and it, like all tickets, it is subject to availability. They are sold on a first-come, first-served basis. So we just want people to log on, be ready for 2 o'clock, and from 2 o'clock make their selection about where, which games, which matches they want to see where and when.
1: Uh, Well, I'm looking forward to uh, it uh, so much, uh, but I'm also looking forward to uh, the impact it might have on... uh, young women and uh, girls in particular playing football in this country, young boys as well I imagine when they get a taste of the action they'll know that uh, world events are something very special. Jane, so uh, 100 days out, good luck with yeah, 100 days out which is going to fly by I know from your point of view Um, and uh, congratulations what you've achieved so far, all the very best with with, uh, that period leading into it and then of course the the tournament itself we'd hope to talk to you again uh, closer to uh, kick off time, thank you
0: thank you on